Readers Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Hello, everyone. It's Monday again. Can you believe it? All the days just blur together while we're in quarantine. I've seen people posting, it's Blur's Day, (laughs) but it actually is Monday. And it's our last Monday of April. And this is a special Monday because one of my good friends is going to be on with us today, which is always super fun for me. And, uh, Her name is Boone Brooks, and if you haven't read her yet, she's a USA Today best-selling author of paranormal fiction right up my alley, right? So anyway, if you've never read Boone before, I will read you her bio so you can get to know her. Boone's stories range from high fantasy to humorous paranormal. Having lived all over the world and finally settling in the icy region of Alaska, she's always looking for the next adventure. It's not unusual to find Boone traversing the remotest parts of the Alaskan bush, gathering information for her stories. No person or escapade is off limits when it comes to weaving real-life experiences into her books or blogs. I did put a link to Boone's website, and also she has a VIP reader club where you get um, information about new releases, events, free reads, contests, and giveaways. So I did put a link to that on the blog talk page too. So if you're listening live right now, go ahead and click that and sign up. She will give you so many fun things. I was at a Facebook event for her last night and gave away even more things, so don't miss out. And without any further ado, Boone, you there? I am. Hi, Lisa. Hi, all the way from Alaska, right? Yes, yes, beautiful Alaska. <laughs> is it beautiful right there right now? Is this when it's light all the time? Uh, not light completely yet, but it is beautiful. Uh, most of the snow is gone, and um, we do have lots of light, but uh will be a couple months until we get full light. We don't ever get complete full light here in Anchorage, but pretty close. That is so cool. Does it make it weird for you to sleep? Um, not anymore. It used to. When I first got here, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I got to get up in the morning. Uh, so I got about three hours of sleep. Uh, yeah, but now it's it's pretty common. We have blackout curtains and things that we use. But, uh, you know, I can sleep anywhere, so it's not really a problem for me. <laughs> How long have you been in Alaska now? Oh, 26 years. Yeah. Wow. Started, I started up so in the art. there and yeah. fell in love. Wow. I Very literally cool. fell in love. Yes. I met my husband the first day I moved to Barrow, Alaska. So that, uh, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't my husband the first day, but, you know, it took me eight years to, to <laughs> sink those him down. into him. <laughs> yeah. To <laughs> pin him down and wrestle him. But yeah, so but yeah, so I met him up in the Arctic, and then we just kind of have gradually moved south. You know, we lived in the bush for a long time, and about eighteen years, and then finally moved to Anchorage civilization um, when our kids kind of got into school, so they could have a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I would think. But, yeah, yeah, you need some some internet and things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and stores. <laughs> I needed some stores to, yeah, quite a while now in, in Anchorage. So, well, they're graduated this year. So this is, got here in first grade and then they're graduating. So that long. Wow. That's math. 
Wow. I would have to be, you know, I'd have to do some calculations there, which I'm not good at. That. I'm a writer, not a mathematician. <laughs> right. I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> exactly. That's my number one precursor to anything I do. <laughs> <laughs> so for all our readers who are listening, you have a brand new book out, and it's a shifter book, my favorite. Can you tell everybody Yay. about Polar Shift? Yes, it's uh, set in Alaska. Um, uh, it's a new series that I'm writing with uh, two other Alaskan authors, Teal St. Clair and Tamsin Lee. We All of us live here in um, Alaska. We also write together, so we get together and have our writing group, and we were just talking one day, and we are like, you know, we should do a, an Alaskan series. We've all lived here for so long, and we know Alaska. We've read books about Alaska or seeing movies that are not quite, you know, spot on with some of the facts. And uh, we decided to write the Alaska Alphas series. And so my book is called Polar Shift. And my guys, my hot three brothers are Raven Shifters. And the three sisters are, they're not related to them. Let me throw that in there. (laughs) The hero and the heroine, that would be gross, but um, they're wolf shifters. So, and the whole basis of the series is that um, in order to get your spirit animal, you have to go to the source, which is inside the Matanuska Glacier. And sometimes the glacier will open for you, and sometimes the glacier will not open for you. But um, you can go in there and get your, your spirit animal if they find you worthy. And my first book is uh, The Older brother and sister of the two families, Kai and Haven, and um, they've been lifelong friends, and he's always kind of had the hot spur, and she's always been very, you know, focused on becoming the alpha of the the uh, pack, because her dad was the alpha, but she cannot ship. She never got her animal, so therein lies the dilemma for Haven, and he is kind ah. of willing to help her get her animals and other things. He's helped, he helps her get lots of things. Now, your books yeah. are usually so, your books usually have a lot of humor. Does this one have humor in it too? Yeah, I think um, the humor in this one kind of comes with the relationships with the brothers. They're kind of jackasses, so they get a lot of uh, brotherly camaraderie and stuff but yeah yeah I think there's I don't think I cannot write humor it's tried to write gritty before but it just comes out it's like hmm, no that didn't come out as dark and haunting as I wanted it to be so <laughs> now I just had to go with it uh, you know I I live with a family of clowns so it's just there every day so I you found it. your voice that's fine I found my voice that's exactly right yes and it will all have to it yeah uh, so are, I have to ask, because I've never been to Alaska, but are wolves native up there? Do you guys have wolves wild in Alaska? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Uh-huh. They, nice. Yeah, they were doing some, you know, re, restructuring of it, and they were hunting them for a while. And stuff. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that anymore. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about that for a while. But, yeah, we have wolves. Uh, we took a trip up. Every once in a while, we'll just get in the camper and drive up the Hall Road, the Dalton Highway that goes up to Prudhoe Bay where the oil is. And we mm-hmm. were on a trip up there and saw some wolves that were wild just kind of running along the road. 
They're smaller than wow. you. Wow. They're not the they're not the shifter giant mass of wolves oh, like we okay. write, but they right. were. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see that. We have a wolf sanctuary sanctuary in San Diego, way up in the mountains, and I went up there, and because uh, I write. <clears throat> werewolf packs too so I yeah. thought oh there's a wolf yeah. sanctuary I should go and they have Mexican gray wolves for the most part um, but they also had I can't remember the other kind they had but I went there and I went oh my god they're giant I, I, Are they? I had no idea they were so massive but yeah their feet were like I just was oh wow they're you very know, large um, it was yeah, shocking <laughs> Yeah, sometimes they'll breed them with huskies here, like the bigger mm-hmm. uh, Malamutes or whatever, or they get bred with them. I'm not sure how that happens, if it's willing or, or not, but um, <laughs> On those, are, those are massive. Those those dogs are big, and, you know, they're half wolf, so they're kind of have that wild edge to them, but, you know, yeah, they're pretty yeah. beautiful. There's some amazing animals up here that that we see. So I, I'm very curious because I've known you for years and we've hung out mm-hmm. at writers' conferences, but I don't know the story. I always ask authors who are on the show about their writing journey. Did you always want to be a writer? How did that happen? Did you, you know, no. suddenly decide, I'm going to write a book? How, how did that all happen for you? Um, well, I had twins. <laughs> that was the <laughs> – and then they – started talking and then they I had in stereo babble you know all day every day I was in I had stopped working I was an at-home mom um, and I wanted to blow my brain because I was so bored so um, you know I'd always been kind of uh, more creative type than anything else so I I had the storyline of it was at first. It was a historical. It was set in the Renaissance, and then it, and then I kind of threw this. You know, she was psychic in it to make her a little bit more dangerous in the time of, you know, heretics and stuff. And um, and then it just morphed. Well, then I read Christine Fahan, Dark Gold, and I didn't. I never knew paranormal romance actually existed. And then I was like, What is going on with this story? This is amazing. And this vampire just ripped out this guy's throat. Um, it was so, and I I actually read that on my my honeymoon, <laughs> which was very romantic. <laughs> but um, I decided that was exactly what I wanted to write. I mean, it just kind of all fell in together. And so I, my husband would give me Sunday morning, so to speak, not give me like you know in right. bondage or anything, but but uh, he would say just go go write, you know, for the morning, and I would go and I would work on that novel and. Um, nine years, I think I worked on that novel. That was the first <laughs> book uh, that I published with Entangled um, that you and I were with. And oh, the bring and so bringer in the bane or something, right? Yeah, it was shield. It turned into Shield of Fire, and and uh, yeah, so it that was my journey was because my kids were driving me nuts. I mean, that's basically <laughs> I like to be more. Rom- yeah, I'd like to be more romantic about it, but it was either right or homicide. So that was the better you chose choice. the better path. I chose wisely. Yes. 
Well, there's something I didn't know because Christine Feehan was also my gateway drug. So I was oh, writing was. horror fiction. Yeah, and uh-huh. I loved these horror scary stories. That's what I read. That's what I wrote. And then my mom, who was a big romance reader, which I never read, found this Christine Feehan, and she told me, oh, this has monsters. You would like this. And so Dark oh, Fire yeah. was my gateway drug. Oh, and Darius, oh, my goodness. And yeah. uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, I read that yeah, and I'm like, wow, I can is. still have monsters and death and have a happy ending. I like it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her first book, I was just, I couldn't believe this vampire killed these women. And, uh, you know, it was just, I was like, what? I didn't know you could push <laughs> the envelope like this because it had always been so. I mean, years yeah. and years and years ago, I had read Jude Devereaux's uh, Night in Shining Armor, but it was and it was very nice and sweet, and I loved it. It's still one of my favorite books. But that dark edge and that dangerous, you know, part of it, I'd never read before. So thank you, Christine Fahan, if you're listening. Right? I did meet her. Yes, I met her this she, year. She Funny is story, the kindest human being. <laughs> yeah, she I want to hear so it. Sweet. So I'm standing there with Rebecca Zanetti, who is, you know, she's one of my writing retreat buddies and huge, you know, yes. huge author. She's the bomb. Turned, yeah, she's great. Yeah. And I turned to my left and Christina standing right beside me. And I'm all of a sudden I want to kind of start fangirling on her like, oh, oh my God. And so I said, okay, I'm just going to say this because I know you get it a lot, that you're the whole reason I started writing. And um, thank you so much. I love your books. And, and she's kind of distracted. She's not really looking at me. And I'm, and she's like, oh, well, thank you. That's very sweet. And I'm like, okay, she gets this a lot. And then she's just staring at Rebecca. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm standing here right in front of you. I can't believe I'm here. I love your book so much. And she starts fangirling over Rebecca. And then Rebecca starts fangirling over Christine. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess. I guess you guys don't need me here. No, I'm just going <laughs> to step away. But it was so funny to see those two. And then she walked away. And Rebecca's like, I have to go call my mom. This is so exciting. <laughs> so that was my experience with Christine Fahan. So oh, I sweet, love it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's so cool. Um, generally, I, I have authors from all different genres. And, and it, it, I love that authors – um, unlike other industries where, you know, they're a competitor and all this stuff, generally everything I hear from authors is always, you know, you have your favorites, they have theirs, and everybody right. is, you know, it, it's not, it's camaraderie, it's not competition. And I think that that is really right. cool for, you know, the writing um, industry, I guess. Publishers yeah. probably yeah. different. But for writers, <laughs> it's, very, yeah. it's very cool. I enjoy that. I really find that with romance authors a lot. It's just a very inclusive um, group, you know. So there's room for everybody. I really feel like that. You know, there's room for everybody. There's billions of readers, and and you're always right. going to be able to find your niche and stuff. So, you know, having a, a having that competition attitude doesn't really serve you as much as just being open and you know embracing other authors because there are some fantastic authors out there that. Oh, I can always learn from every day. There's something right. I can learn. The right. craft of and, writing is and never done. 
Right. And also their readers are so voracious that nobody could yeah. keep up with how fast they read. So it's not like you're in competition. It's it's a cool exactly. it's a cool place to be. Yeah, especially with so, the e pub industry. You know, it's so instant yeah. gratification now they can just buy. I agree. So who are you reading while you're all locked down in quarantine? I am reading Dorinda Jones right now, her brand new book, uh, Bad Day for Sunshine. I read the blurb for that, and it sounds so fantastic. Is it amazing? It is. And, you know, she's so funny. So (laughs) she's very funny, too. Yeah, her Reaper series is one of my favorites, too. So, you know, I automatically gravitate towards her book. Yeah, so I'm reading her. I'm also... uh, reading a motorcycle club home and I feel bad, but I can't remember. <laughs> but I've got, that's I'm okay. I'm horrible with things too. I don't, if it's not in front of me, I can't remember what it is, but it's really good. And I wish I could give that author a plug right now, but it's really, it's a good, I've, yeah, I've never read motorcycle. Um, so it's not paranormal. It's just a contemporary romance, but um, yeah, I'm really kind of digging the whole motorcycle club. But it still has a band of brothers. Yes, which I love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like a band of brothers who don't shift. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but are super hot and make me keep reading. So. <laughs> so we sort of touched on why paranormal because we were talking about, you know, having the high stakes and things. But is are there other things that make you always, you know, write a paranormal story? Are there other genres you want to write? Um, you know, I tried contemporary romance, um, and I liked it a little bit, but now I, you know, I, well, okay, now I'm babbling, but I'm also kind of into the urban fantasy, which is not the strong romance yes. thread. Um, so there, I wrote a dystopic post-rapture story that's with my agent right now, um, and that's very different, but you know, the problem with that is that it's as a romance author, that's not really my brand. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a slippery slope there, depending on how many, I know some people can cross genres really easily, but, um, but I love the urban fantasy uh, scene and I have a superhero uh, series that I want to start writing. That's politically incorrect. Oh, I love Very those. crap. So. <laughs> I don't know if you've read it, but there was a superhero um, series that uh, Jackie Kessler wrote with Caitlin Kitteridge, I think, black and white and and shades of gray. Oh, my God, it's so fantastic. So if you like superhero, yeah, superhero urban fantasy, oh, my God, it was it was fantastic. My husband read it too. It was so good. Um, um, there's a plug. I'm writing it oh, out as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackie Kessler and I think it was Caitlin Kitteridge. They wrote them together and, and wow, they were, they were so fantastic. Um, but I'm a big urban fantasy reader too, but I think urban yeah. fantasy is fun because it always has a romance thread in there. So for romance readers, you know, you can get into it even though you don't always get that happy ever after for the couple at the end. But usually the couple goes for more than one book. So Yeah. I 
I, what I really like about urban fantasy is a lot of times the heroines are a little bit more over the top. And so I kind of like the fact that you can make them do things that, you know, they wouldn't maybe be okay doing in a romance, but they can do. It feels a little more real life to me, even though it's, because uh, there's, you know, there's some questionable things I've done in my day that would not be appropriate in a romance novel, but <laughs> Well, what can I say? You know, that's how we women are. So, <laughs> the and stuff, so. well, and yeah, I, like I think that. in urban fantasy, you get longer for character growth because, you know, you yeah. have more than one book with them. In romance, we got to push, 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 push so that they're changed by the end of the book. And, and right. in an urban fantasy, they can have their hangups, you know, for four books instead yeah. of one or whatever. Yeah. Lots. A lot of world building, and um, I really like fight scenes, so that's fun. And to blow something up is kind of fun. So, I mean, I would do that in one minute too, but you know, right. My so. kids, when they were when they were still at home, if I was getting stuck on something, my daughter would walk by and say, "Time to raise the body count because yeah. you know nothing brings more tension like a dead body." Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, exactly. she's so smart. You can't have a good romance without a couple of deaths in there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, never be a character in my books. <laughs> yeah, oh, never be a character in my books, yes. I've killed off a couple of real-life people in my books, I will admit that. Or I've put them in really unflattering <laughs> unflattering, unflattering positions. Gosh, yeah, I put the paper on your shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. There might have been somebody who was cast with a barking spell, so she had that. <laughs> oh, I like it. So mm-hmm. what are your favorite paranormal creatures that you've written so far? Um, demons. I love demons. I don't know what it is. You know, I was scared to death of the exorcist when I saw that at Thank You Mom for letting me go to drive in for that one. I had dreams for two years of being possessed. But um, yeah, and then I ended up writing demons. I have a little bit of an obsession with the afterlife. So a lot of my books, you know, I have a Reaper series and she's a single mom that um, accidentally became a Reaper. And she reads stupid people. Yeah, so she reads uh, people who died in stupid ways and that's her kind of burden but yeah so <laughs> all after life you know the the Hades to the heaven and hell I love all that and demons are always a good villain in there but I also like a good hot demon so got a couple of those too nice I like dragons did you ever... dragons are nice yeah did you ever watch dead like me yes where she's a reaper yeah. and she got killed by a toilet <laughs> yeah. seat. You would toilet dig seat. that. <laughs> yes, I, I love that series. And I was really sad that they cut it off so soon. Me I too. Could be many Me more. Too. Many too. more series. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, one. we were and just starting to figure out where the post its came from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all the acting. Yeah, that was one of my favorite shows. That was sad. Yeah, it was, sad. It was really good. Mhm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I would say demons are by far my favorite. I don't want one in so my real I, life, but there's a lot about that I don't want in my real life. Right. 
<laughs> some special Alaskan demons. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Oh, see, <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah. So who was the first author? You said it took like nine years to get your your first book done. Who was the first author who gave you some encouragement? Because usually, you know, we go to conferences and we go to writers groups. And, and did you ever reach out to an author and somebody, you know, gave you that encouragement to keep going? Yeah. My um, Alaska romance chapter, when I moved in from the bush into – uh, we moved out to Wasilla for the first year that we were in civilization. Um, I went to my first romance writers meeting and I started talking about my book. <laughs> Tamsin, who I'm now writing with, her <laughs> and another woman started asking me these questions, like really delving into the story, which I did not have answers for because I absolutely did not know how to write at the time. And I left there, and I did not go back for a whole year. I was, I was so traumatized by the critique that I just got, and, it, and they were just talking, you know. I mean, it was not, but for me, yeah. that was such a, such a, like, why don't you love everything that I'm telling you <laughs> right now? Don't you see the story is brilliant? And then I went back a year later, I joined RWA and I, I joined our Alaska chapter and I was, you know, I was ready for it. And I had a little thicker skin. Um, and then, <laughs> at, you know, so they were really encouraging and they were, I, we had such a great group of, now there weren't many of us who were published at the time. And then we all kind of got published around the same time. So that group, kind of grew together, you know, as you get published and you experience the real life editors and things like that. Um, you know, they, so we all kind of grew together and then, um, it's kind of disbanded now a little bit to some of the, some of the people have moved and stuff, but we're all still really connected and supportive and yeah, they're a great group of women. That's so cool. And it's yeah. so funny that that first time my I have a writer buddy Mary Leo who was published way before me, um, but I met her through RWA and we were roomies <clears throat> at many conferences. But the first time we were ever roomies, um, I wasn't published yet, and and we <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about editing, and she looked at me because I had told her about I don't remember if she read a scene or what but she gave me the best advice ever because she said you know you can't travel with your book people only see what's on the page you can't jump oh, out yeah. and go well this really means that the, and I was like light bulb right. came on I was like oh my god I can't tell yeah. people what that means and yeah. it really opened my eyes to you know it sounds so awesome in your head but what you actually yeah. put on the page nobody can read my mind what they're like what <laughs> yeah and and I've gotten those comments before they're like wait what I don't know I'm confused where are we I have no idea what she looks like like really because it's clear in my head but yeah right. I still get I that see today. her perfectly yeah <laughs> Well, I'm having yeah, you know having I, some different people who uh, write in different ways. Tamsin's very um, methodical with her writing. She's very you know she's a plotter. She knows what's going on. She's and then there's 
I have some panther people who are just kind of a little bit more free. So I get different critiques from them and every, there's always good advice in, in their writing. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I read it and then I walk around for a day bitching about, well, they don't know what they're talking about or whatever. Or then I'll come back and be like, okay, (laughs) yeah, they don't get my writing. They don't get it. Yeah. Even though they've been, yeah, that's my favorite. I give myself one day of righteous indignation where I walk around going, yeah. obviously they're skimming. Obviously they didn't yeah. read it. <laughs> obviously they don't understand my voice. Okay, maybe they were right yes. about this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally get you. Day drinking helps. Well, writing is hard. Period, yes. so. <laughs> yeah, writing is hard. Why is it so hard? I yeah. don't know, and we keep you doing have- it. I know you have to have thick skin. You, I mean, really, you have to have thick skin. That is, that is number one. If you want to be in this business and you want to be successful and make it a career, you got to just let it roll off your back because that's right. going to be a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of critiques. Constructive right. criticism, well, I, let's call it. <laughs> yes, that's a nice way of putting it. So I can't believe we're running out of time, but you do you have giveaways going right now, or how should readers get a hold of you and grab Polar Shift? Um, well, it's available everywhere, and sign up for my newsletter because I'm always giving away um, stuff, always. So uh, monthly I've been trying to be a little bit better about it, but I have lots of releases this year, and I, I also have an ARC team on um, Facebook that you can join and get the advanced reader copies too so there's always there's always ways yes on my website so so everyone thanks so much for tuning in and boone thanks for coming on my first author from alaska on the show Mm. (laughs) great talking to you again (laughs) great talking to you and we'll talk to you soon all right thanks lisa okay bye-bye bye Thanks for joining us on Book Lights. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers.